Welcome to the Your Path Podcast. I am your, yes, your host and moderator, Mike Salinas. We are back with Alberto Soto, Fernando Rodriguez, and special guest from the 5-7 podcast, Michael Prieto, who I believe prefers to be called Pri. Pri, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Alberto, how's the week going for you, my man? Uh, the week has gone, and uh, I'm still here. I'm excited to do this podcast. Uh, I was just listening to our podcast last week, our first one, and I thought it, it was uh, it was interesting. We got some room for growth, but we had some great content. And uh, I'm excited to have Pri in here today, a whole other voice, a whole other perspective. And uh, I think we've got good stuff for you guys. Let's get to it. Yeah, and, and as Alberta was saying, once again, we are available every Monday morning for you. So make sure you start your week with a cup of Joe and maybe even a box of Soto. How about that, baby? Dang! <laughs> All right, guys. So to start it off, the first topic today or the topic of this evening is building a foundation. And it could be attacked from various ways. Have you ever had to rebuild your foundation? Um, Fernando, starting off with you. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, one of the topics that comes to mind for me personally uh, was my move to Las Vegas. I, uh, you know, I've been living in Northwest Indiana my whole life, and I definitely don't want to be living there right now with uh, the vortex that you guys are experiencing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I've been living in Indiana my whole life. I've you know, and I, I have to say that it's always going to be home. Uh, you know, music has, has been a big part of my life and, and, uh, Northwest Indiana is, is really, uh, I have a deep attachment to, uh, to it because of, of what music has done for me over there. Uh, but now that I'm over here, you know, I had to make some big changes uh, in order to rebuild my foundation. You know, I did build a foundation back home. Um, but now I am in Las Vegas. I have rebuilt my foundation and I am, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm making some big progress now. Uh, now that I feel confident in myself, I'm able to make some big progress with my music. Well, not, not just rebuilding a foundation, but you had to rebuild from scratch, I want to say, right? I mean, you move your whole life. You're not just talking about, uh, you're starting over with a new job, uh, a new career, and you also have a, had a son as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, when life hits you, man, it really hits you. <laughs> That's all I could say. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, when I came out here, um, I did. I came out here jobless. Um, man, bank account wasn't wasn't looking that great. Um, collecting unemployment. Um, you know, I be, I was here for three months uh, without a without a job, without friends. Um, so I mean, it, it definitely was uh, a kick in the butt to to actually get myself motivated to start my life over again. Um, but I'm I'm very happy that I had some support around me. I had my brother here who helped me out big time, and uh, my wife. Uh, Currently, you know, she's, uh, you know, been a big support of my, of my life. And, and we ended up getting married throughout the process and, and we brought a beautiful son into the world. So, um, my son, Leo, you know, he's everything to me and he's actually sleeping right now. So you might hear him in a few minutes. (laughs) No, man, that sounds great. It's good to hear. So you avoided the snow and you're now able to make it rain. That's pretty good stuff, man. (laughs) Alberto, how about you, man? Explain to me some of the, uh, the troubles and the trials and tribulations of rebuilding your foundation. Um, I've, I've done something similar. I did not have a child, so uh, a bit easier, I, I think, for me. But um, I did the same. I spent most of my life in Chicago, uh, northwest Indiana. And then um, I moved to Texas about two years ago. Um, and in the midst of that, I actually went, I tried Vegas out for a bit. Uh, so I did a lot of moving, a lot of foundation. The, the really cool thing is, I think, 
trying to rebuild a foundation uh, almost becomes easier with experience, right? The more, the more you do it, I've done it before. I've laid a foundation and, and because with having good friends, having good support um, always helps, you know? So, so every time I had to do it, um, it wasn't exactly easy, but it was easier than maybe sometimes it's expected. It seems overwhelming sometimes you think about rebuilding, about meeting new people, uh, starting a new job, uh, finding new friends. All of those things could be really difficult. Um, but I don't know, I'd almost argue that you don't, you don't ever really rebuild your foundation. You know, like I, I didn't, I still have the same friends. You guys are further away, you know, than, than, than you were when I was there, but I still have the same foundation, the same core beliefs. Um, I'm just reestablishing them in a different place. I'm just, I'm relaying the same foundation in a different place. Um, and, and that requires some tweaks. You know, I'm, 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 I might be building on sand rather than soil and, you know, some things change, but, uh, being able to kind of reference my past and, and, and know what I've done in the past and what worked and what didn't work uh, has made a difference. So, Yeah, and, and I say you're kind of downplaying a little bit. I mean, you've moved multiple times, probably more times than I can count on both of my hands, which is, you know, which is a tremendous feat to keep doing. And I, wouldn't you say that you're not rebuilding, but you're more growing your foundation? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a, it'd be like a franchise. That makes it, that's a perfect point you make. It's almost like a franchise. Like I'm just establishing a franchise in a different place. I'm still me. My brand is still the same. I still have the same beliefs. Uh, wherever I go, I have to, yeah, I have to, I have to grow that foundation. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to establish these things. Um, I'd like to be like a holiday Inn. you know, they're so successful because that franchise, regardless of where you are, you go to a holiday Inn express and they're the same, right? No matter where they are. Um, when people remember me, they look back and they think about who I am, regardless of where I re- established this foundation, right? Whether in Texas or Vegas or Chicago or Indiana, I was still me, still El Soto, still the loyal dude, the crazy dude that's loud and, and, uh, but that has your back and it'll be, you know, and it'll be that dude no matter what. Um, so yeah, the, 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 I understand the building, the rebuilding of the foundation. And I'm not disagreeing at all. I just, I like to look at it from a different perspective. Like I think, it's not necessarily rebuilding. Like you said, it's more growing my foundation and almost perfecting my rebuilding, right? Like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm laying this foundation and I've learned what doesn't work. So here's what I'm going to do this time around. Gotcha. So uh, not just ludicrous, but you know more about area codes than just about anybody else. Mike, I've got right. Exactly. Some, some of that. Um, how about you, Mike? Uh, can you explain your special guest here on the, from the 50 from the five, seven podcast, excuse me on that. Uh, how did you rebuild your foundation? Or as you like to elaborate what Fernando and uh, Alberto have said. You know, um, it, it's, very, it's pretty similar to, to these two guys, but I think I look at it a little bit little differently. Um, you know, uh, we take our experiences as, you know, as kids and as young, as teens and then as young adults. And then we get thrown into the world and it's kind of like, okay, uh, go out there and, and do it. And you need to have something to, um, you need to have your foundation set from when you get out there. And I didn't. And so I went out, 9-11 happened and I went to basic training. And uh, one thing you do in basic training is you, um, you know, it was really my first time away from like all of my family. And uh, I was laying there in bed. I was in the top bunk. And one thing that you have to do every night is there's a fire guard. And there's usually a roster and you normally have to do it like maybe uh, twice a month. And you stand out in the hallway 
and you you perform fire guard and there's a light there's a red exit light on each end of the hallway and it's red and i remember my second night there and i was laying in bed and i was looking up at the ceiling and there's just this this red ominous light and looking up at it i was scared you know i was like i didn't know what my future had for me or what I was going to doing or, or really the, the gravity of, of what I've done. But I knew that I wanted to be there. And I started looking back at myself as what I have done in my life and who I was. And I wasn't necessarily proud of myself because I knew that I wasn't who I wanted to be, but I knew that I had an opportunity to become what I wanted to be. And then I took a long look in the mirror and I looked at all of my flaws and everything that I didn't like about myself. And I thought to myself, mm, you know what? There are things that I don't like, but it's really not that bad. And I'm going to change. And then from that point on, um, I didn't really miss home um, anymore. And I didn't miss um, you know, the comforts of home because I'd accepted what I wanted to do and what I wanted to become. And then from there, um, it was like day three or, or whatever in red face. And from there, um, I didn't really miss everybody. And I knew that I was there for a job and I, and I wanted to do it. And then I started growing from there. My personality started growing and my ambition started growing at the same time. And I knew that I, I didn't grow up with a father, but I had some very good father figures in my life. And I knew that there was a hole there that I'm going to have to deal with at some point or another. And as my life has gone on, you know, from there, I've grown. That was pretty much my foundation of actually looking in the mirror, seeing what I didn't like, and, uh, and from there making a, conf- a conscious effort to changing uh, who I was as a person. And uh, that was my, my probably, I would say, my life and my foundation building uh, experience. Do you recommend that kind of foundation building with other people to say, hey, if you need a way out, go to the military, they'll help you build up? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't because I don't think a lot of people have the courage to look in the mirror and identify their flaws and accept them. Gotcha. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I was going to say I, I, it's not for everybody. Like I think about that saying, like, first of all, man, thanks. Thanks. Like you told that story. Like I was there with you. You told a great story. Like I'm listening. I'm thinking about being in that position. And I, and I think to myself, like, that's probably not for me. Had I been in that position, I'm not sure my foundation would be where maybe I, maybe I need to go uh, look at some exit lights and look at myself in the mirror and do that. Um, but uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome because we're talking about building a foundation. You tell that story, you tell it so eloquently. And then I think to myself, why are we talking about building foundation? And then he, he visited that we, he built a foundation in order to grow, right? He then began to build his character. He then began to build his ambition. He began to build the man that he is today. And that's why we start with our foundation, the foundation has to be strong, but the, but the goal is to build something big. And we, you know, we started talking about this topic this week on the Your Path blog on Instagram. Um, and it was about building foundation because we're trying to build a following. We're trying to contribute to our culture. We're trying to help, uh, you know, I, it feels like our demographic seems to be a little younger than us. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, but if that's the case, like to give these, these, I say kids just because we're probably a little older than them, but, um, yeah, I, I try to give them a, 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 a not so much hope, like not empty hope, like, hey, everything's going to be fine. But more so, hey, here's some real life experience. We've been there. We've done that. And, um, 
you guys know some of my story. And, and as we do more uh, podcasts, they'll get to know my story a little more. But like, I've been in the position where I wanted to give up, man. I didn't, I felt like my foundation was shit. Excuse my language, right? Like, but I felt like it wasn't good enough. And I had to rebuild my foundation over and over again. And I didn't even know what I was building for. And, and that's, tr- that's a problem. You know, you're building a foundation because you're supposed to, but if you don't know what you're building for, it's going to go nowhere. That, that foundation will crumble. If you're, if you don't look yourself in the mirror and have that tough conversation with yourself where you say, Hey, I'm missing it here, or I'm doing this wrong. If you can't be honest with yourself, that foundation means nothing because you'll have a, a laid foundation with nothing being built on top of it. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't mean to discourage anybody, but you know, it's a, um, it's an experience for what I did to myself, it was more of a, and you don't have to go into the military to do that. It was just, um, it was just an eye opening experience for me that I didn't know. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really sure of myself at the time because I didn't have my self-confidence. And, uh, but I would say that, um, I do challenge people to do that because, uh, it really helps you accept maybe things that you don't like about yourself and you will feel maybe some shame in it, but, that'll all go away. And then once you get it out there and you know that it's over, you know that you can, you have a new starting point and you can move on and grow from there. So if even somebody were to point to your shame, it wouldn't really phase you because you've already accepted it and know that that part is, is, is over for you. And, and if anybody is out there pointing to their shame, pointing to your shame, they obviously have shame themselves that they haven't been able to face yet. Right. So Fernando question here. For our listeners out there that maybe feel a little emptiness, would you say that it's a lack of a foundation? And if it is, what can they do to repair that? You know, from from my personal experience, you know, like I've, I mean, I've been very fortunate to to have met some people in my life that have kind of been able to to kind of wake me up. You know, like I know in Mike's situation, um, you know, he had a hole. Uh, you know, when he didn't have that father figure around, or he didn't have that that mentor, that guide. Um, my father, on the other hand, you know, like he wasn't the best person out there. Um, you know, he wasn't really around in my my young life, you know, because all he did was work. Uh, as we got older, you know, he he decided to make a decision and dedicate more time. And now he's my best friend. Um, but he's always been one of the persons that just kind of pulls me together. You know, we've, you know, he's kind of given me, you know, helped me develop habits that I currently possess today. Uh, which is obviously keeping a healthy mind and body, reading, uh, staying uh, up to date, you know, with my education and stuff. He always stressed that education is extremely important. But in your in in situations where you don't have anybody, you know, like you, I mean, I didn't understand you. Like you know, you can feel self pity and you can be upset and and stuff like that. But I encourage you to just try to find those mentors out there that can help you. You know, and and you have to put yourself out there. You know, I mean, even if if you can't afford school, man, just go to the library, man, read, you know, and just, and just try to find those mentors through books. Um, but, you know, one thing that Mike pointed out that kind of stuck with me was that, you know, when he was sitting there, like looking at the lights and stuff, like, it's like he had that moment of clarity. And I think a lot of people will have that type of clarity when it comes to realizing that, that they are ready to build their foundation or they're ready to kind of grow upon it or, or rebuild it. Um, you know, my, my personal moment of clarity, I was walking, you know, down Wicker Park in Northwest Indiana. And I just, I was like, what the heck am I doing with my life? Like I, I was overwhelmed at that time because I, I offered so much of my services to my community. 
Um, I was the president of the pastoral council for St. Catherine of Siena Parish. So I was singing every Sunday for them. I was, I was, you know, trying to figure out ways to raise money for them. And then on top of that, you know, I was singing with two bands um, that we, you know, we traveled uh, with the Dua Bacapella groups. And so we practiced. So I literally practiced twice a week. But, you know, all of that was great. But at the end of the day, I, I mean, I wasn't making an income. So, I mean, I wasn't showing, I wasn't measuring my success. And it was starting to eat me up because the more people were taking from me, the more I wasn't giving myself. So I had that moment of clarity and it just brought you, you know, it was great that you said that because you brought that to my attention of how I felt when I was ready to make that move because I was like, you know, I need, I need a change. Like, because I felt like I was getting eaten up inside. Um, so yeah, man, I appreciate you sharing that too. For sure. Mike, what about you? you? You had something to add to that? Would you say that, uh, you didn't really see eye to eye with your dad when you were younger, but would you say that now you have more of an understanding of your father as, as, as an older man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't understand at that time because, you know, I mean, as, as a, as a person, you know, like everybody starves to be spoken to, to be recognized, to be acknowledged, you know, you, 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 you starve that, especially, you know, if you don't get it from, from, you know, like the person that you love the most. Um, but, you know, I did understand what he was doing. Like he was just doing the best he could, you know, at that time it, he, you know, I mean, he, he had to provide for us and, you know, like it wasn't exactly the way I, I thought I envisioned it because, you know, like he, you know, when my brother was, I have an older brother too. And, and he's, he dedicated a lot of time to my older brother because my brother was dedicated to sports. And that was something that they kind of bonded right away because my brother was very talented athletically. Uh, but me on the other hand, you know, like I, I love sports and all I wanted it to do was impress my dad, you know, like, but I, I couldn't because I wasn't like in my mind, I wasn't good enough, but I don't regret it because I feel like it made me the person that I am today because I'm always trying to push myself harder because I want to, to uh, you know, at that time I was trying to impress my dad, but now I'm just trying to outdo myself. Like I'm just trying to impress myself and, and I want to, and I want to provide for my family. So like now I feel differently about all my motives, but at that time, if I didn't have that, that competition feeling, you know, then I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't be here, like be the person that I am now. Sure. I think, I think every guy, um, has a, um, has a need to get respect from their, you know, from their, their uh, father-like figures, you know, like my grandfather was in world war two and I've always looked at him as like, you know, kind of a legend in my eyes. And my uncles also had a, had a big part in, in, in my upbringing and I have a lot in common with a lot of them. But one thing that I, I always wanted um, as a young man was respect. And, um, and they always loved me. And, and you know, I, I was always, you know, I was always welcome, you know, but I, I didn't want to be looked at as, you know, like a nephew or, or per se. You know, I wanted to be looked at another guy who had his seat at the table and had his beer waiting for him. And uh, I think when I came back from, uh, when I came back from basic training and I, and I, I saw my grandfather, you know, I saw that look of respect in his eyes and, and that was priceless, you know? And I think that's what all young men look for. So I think if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're a dad and you're, um, you know, you don't know what to do or you're having, you know, some indecisiveness about uh, being a father, uh, I think the most important thing is to accept your son and, or your daughter and really just be there for them and, and give them the, uh, the biggest thing that, uh, they, that, that you can give them and that's your time. 
And yeah. you know, a lot of people place a lot of emphasis on on money and 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 physical things. And the one thing that you can't buy is time. And I think that's the one thing that all kids want from their parents is their time. I I just I was thinking, and you guys visiting that I was thinking about my dad like my dad and I have a, uh, a our relationships grown better and better as time's gone on uh, my dad had a, had an addiction to alcohol struggled with it throughout my childhood and so um you know it, we've talked about it so I feel comfortable talking about it, but I mean half of my you know growing up was him passed out drunk he wasn't he wasn't able to contribute um but I say that to say this, when you think about building a foundation, not all of it's pretty, right? Like before you build a foundation, you got to tear up ground. You got to dig. And we talked about like, you got to, you got to dig. And you know what? Every, that time you talked about Mike, whether it's good or bad, the time's still valuable, right? Like I learned lessons from mistakes. Like my, my dad wasn't perfect, but I still look back and there was some things that, uh, I, I ended up incorporating into my foundation and who I am based on what I experienced. And so, you know, not all of it's pretty, man. Sometimes, you know, we go through a lot. What I'd like to say is, you know, in a, in a, as, as corny as it may sound, is I'm proud of all of you guys and I'm proud of myself because we all had a different journey. We all had a different path. We all had different experiences, but we managed to end up being a pretty good dude. Like in the end, right? We ended up, we ended up being a pretty good person. I, I know personally, each one of you have touched my life in a way that has, has, you know, I've got friends for life. I know that when I, you know, I, hopefully it's a long time from now, but when, when I, when I'm gone, I, I expect all you guys at my funeral saying something nice about me, though you have something nasty to say or some crazy experience that you could probably talk about. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know, we've all, we've, We've all taken from those experiences. So if you are, if you're growing up right now and your dad's not around or your mom's not around or you're, you're, you're growing up and you don't, you don't talk to them, understand this. I think I, 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 I give them the benefit of the doubt. They're probably doing their best. They're probably doing what they know best and they're trying. Try to take those experiences and, and, and try for a moment to see it from their perspective. Try to understand why they're doing what they're doing. Maybe they never had a great example. Maybe they, you know, their foundational beliefs are one thing and, and they're, they're acting upon that. And if it affects you um, and it, in a negative way, there's still, there's still room, there's something there to learn, right? That, that's all. I guess what I'm trying to get at is that like, regardless of the experience, there's always a lesson to be learned. There's always something you can take from it. So, you know, I look back, I don't, I, I'm, I don't look at my dad in a judgmental negative way. Like he, he, you know, he struggled with an addiction. He wasn't drinking because he didn't care about me. He wasn't passed out because he didn't care. He loved me. My dad loves me and he always did. He just didn't know how to handle certain parts of his life. And that's how he dealt with it. And that's okay. You know, like I, I used to take it personally and touching on what you said, Mike, like I, I, there was a, there was a time in my life where I felt cheated and I was angry and I was bitter. And I, and I thought, why, why me? Right. Why me? Why me? And, and I've now transitioned to this part where I go, you know what? That's, that's a part of my story. That's a part of why I am who I am. It's part of why I understand addiction. This is why I'm not judgmental at all. I understand addiction better than most people ha- do because I've experienced it in so many ways, so many times in my life. I've struggled with it myself, right? The anxiety, the depression, those things that I've, 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 I've battled with my entire life. A lot of it came from that foundation building. That's the digging part and the, the breaking part and, and figuring out if it's sand or soil, all that stuff. Um, it helps to build this foundation and, and, and I'm excited to continue to build with you guys, man. 
Wow, that was uh, that was some deep stuff. This is heavy. Mike, did you have something else to add to that? Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, you know the the getting down and getting dirty. You know, that's what life is. You know, it's not about uh, you know, it's it's not always pretty. And I think that people need to understand that that you know what you're going to have bad days, and you know what you're going to have good days too. You know, but you can't just concentrate on on your life as like, oh my God, you know, I've I got so many bad days. You know, there are positive things you know to take from that. You can always take something positive from a bad day because there's they're learning experiences. They're learning experiences to help you become a stronger and a better person. You know, you don't want to be a, you don't want to have an easier life. You want to be a stronger person. Fernando, when you you may omit this at some point in time here during the post production portion, but I will say when you talked about walking. In Wicker Park, I thought you were going to say in the fairway looking for your golf ball. <laughs> because as we, Wait, as all three, in the as all, fairway, as all, yes, because you know, you know how, yes, you know how it is at Wicker Park. Those trees are brutal. Your yeah. ball could be hidden in the fairway underneath all kind of leaves. I just found that. I, he, Fernando would be looking for his golf ball somewhere on Indianapolis. No, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I hold the advantage between us going head to head. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't confirm that. I, I can't <laughs> wow. confirm that. I, I know that, I know that you did go on a streak. You beat me like three <laughs> times in a row. Um, but did you ever, uh, do you ever play there in the fall? Oh yeah, dude, I played in the snow, oh, man. I mean, when, when you're, when you're, when you play golf in Indiana, like you don't know what you're getting, man. Like I remember, uh, playing like it, it, like the weather didn't even know what it wanted to do. It was like, I think I'm going to snow, but then I'm going to rain. And then I was like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we teed off one time. It was in the fall. It went straight down the fairway. I was like, oh my God, I hit it right down the middle. And then the wind blew and the freaking uh, leaves went all over the fairway. I was like, <laughs> it's somewhere. It's somewhere under there. That's the word. No. So Fernando took me to, play. Fernando, what, where did you oh, take man. me to go? I don't, I don't, I don't even want to say it because then I'm what? giving it free advertisement. What? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 he, he took me to this golf course, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Right? So I go. I get, first of all, I feel like I'm like I think we're friends, but he might kill me and chop me up because like this place is is I, it was just the weirdest place ever. And I hit the first. I get on the number one tee. I had a perfect drive. I mean, perfect drive. It's probably 280 right down the middle of the fairway, right? I go out to my ball, and it's in rocks. There's pebbles everywhere. And I'm like, "Where the fuck is the fairway?" And he's like, this is the fairway. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never, I've never seen Soto lose it like that in my life. Like this guy, this guy broke two clubs. Oh I, I, I remember he threw one of his irons up and then landed on top of the golf cart. Like it was. <laughs> but you know, bring, while we joke, but that's what I mean. Like, talk about growth, man. Like today, I could hit a golf ball four fairways over. And my reaction would be completely different, right? Because because I understand that, wait a minute, like I, I hear people say it all the time, like I'd rather be on the golf course hitting balls out of the fairway than at work, right? Like I could, like there's- Oh yeah. Yeah, like there's 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 something, but it takes time. That's why I love golf, by the way. We, we brought golf in, but it's it's a it's a life sport. Like it's it teaches you patience. It, it teaches you, you know, you got- Humility. Every, every- humility all that yeah because i did i would lose it dude you know i've i broke there was a, in my golf career i've broke three clubs i threw a driver into a tree and i threw an iron on top of a building i threw it off of the course literally i flung my four iron and it landed on top of a house on the roof yeah like it, and wow. and and that, but that, i had at some point i had to acknowledge that dude 
you need to chill out. Yeah. You know, there's there's more stuff going. There's more stuff going on. But that's what I was thinking. Like we're to bring it kind of full circle. Foundation. We're building a foundation. You you got to dig. You got to get. You got to. When you dig, I don't know if you've ever seen a foundation be built, but they've got to dig out. They get when you're digging into the ground, you're gonna find like metal and and wood and and stems and roots and clay. Clay. Yeah. You got to you got to dig all that stuff. So they got to clean all that up. The cool thing is in the end. Then you get a you get the the you know what's now known as the Willis Tower, but it was the Sears Tower when I was growing up. But then in the end, you get the Sears Tower. It's huge. This 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 monstrosity of a building that's beautiful. It's it's something. It's it's a sight to behold. But nobody nobody thinks about when that foundation was being built. The 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 manpower, the time that it took to build that foundation. You know, they look at us today. They hear my album. They hear your album, Fernando, and they go, "Man, that album's hot. That song is hot." They don't they don't understand the foundation, right? They don't understand that it took hours hours of saying this is off. The EQ is off. That take was terrible. This is my my fortieth take now. I had to change my words sixteen times because I needed the syllables to fit right with the beat. They don't see that. All they see is the finished product. So. I'm 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 kind of I'm a firm believer that we need to appreciate that. The pay, when you're creating, you need to appreciate the building because the other people people aren't going to appreciate. They don't see that part. They don't get to enjoy that part. They're going to enjoy the finished product. So allow them to enjoy the finished product. You enjoy the journey. You enjoy the dirt. You enjoy the digging. You enjoy the moments where you're looking and you're afraid. When you're looking at the exit sign, you're looking at that red light and you're going, "What the hell am I going to do with my life? What am I doing?" You have to look at those stories and enjoy them and never take them for granted because they're a part of who you are. So in closing, Mike, uh, any closing statements from you? Pre. If you're, if you're having issues or you're, you're having trouble on, on, on figuring out who you are, don't worry because it's, it's a lifelong thing to, to, really, to really put everything together. So, you know, don't feel lost. You know, don't feel... Uh, excluded you know look to do something that that is rewarding to you and uh and don't take life too seriously because it's a it's a long road and uh and and enjoy enjoy the the drive on it instead of concentrating on what's further on down the road uh fernando how about yourself man there's a lot of great things here with this uh you know with this podcast but if you have a passion for for something, you know, it it is, man. It's when you're building your foundation for your passion, it, it's gonna be a process. And just to piggyback off of Mike, you know, it does take time. You can't take it personal. You can't take it serious if it's not going your way. Um, it is. It's a love hate relationship. My passion is for music. I mean, growing growing into it, I've loved it. I've hated it. I've regretted ever doing it. You know, and then I've come back and said, like, man, like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Thank you. Um, so, you know, it, it, it does. Building is a process. It takes time. I, I'm in my thirties now and I'm still pursuing music and I, st- and I feel like I'm closer than ever to where I want to be. So, you know, it, it may take you one year. It may take you 10. It may, may take you 15, but no matter what, you know, you just got to understand that it just, you know, have patience, you know, but also, you know, try to just, you know, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to to dig where you don't think that there would be soil. Absolutely. And while you're digging, you may find some skeletons on the way. But <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Alberto, Alberto, yeah. uh, how about yourself in closing here? Oh man, I you know just I don't want to repeat what these guys said. It was it was a really good podcast. Um 
fact is, man, it, it, in some way, if you're listening and, and you need someone to talk to, you know, find someone you trust, man, reach out to us, send us a message, DM us, do, you know, ask a question. Uh, you know, we, 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 we want to contribute. We want to be, uh, be there for people that need us. You know, uh, you may not have anyone in your life right now that you feel like you can talk to or you, or can set some sort of an example. If we can do that, then, um, you know, that's, that's why we do this. I think, you know, I think we're doing it because we want to help some people out. Um, and it helps us, man, for me, you know, being able to talk about this stuff is almost therapy for myself as well. Right. Like I get to, I get to, I get to revisit some things that sometimes I'm afraid to, and I, I'm not, I, I'm a little more comfortable visiting those things with my guys. You know, I got, I got my guys here and, and, and I can say it and I can be comfortable. And I know there's no judgment here. This is a judgment free zone. So build, continue to build when it gets dirty, it gets hard. Just know that, uh, it's just another part of your experience. Um, and, and at some point you're going to look back and tell that part of the story. So appreciate every moment, appreciate, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, and appreciate who you got around you, man. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as, uh, Alberto said, your path podcast on Instagram, slide into our DMS. We, uh, it's fine. Men or women, we're open to everybody. And I'd like to say thanks again to Alberto Fernando and our special guest, Michael Prieto from the 5-7 Podcast. You can also find a 5-7 Podcast on any, anywhere you listen to podcasts at. So also... Do, do, uh, Alex, sorry to interrupt. Do you think we should give him a song, man? Do you think we should share a song? How about we do one of yours from your album, Soto? Yeah, that works. Um, also, I think we're going we're gonna to work on something. Next time we do a podcast, I think what we're going to do is like the first... The first person to share or comment on the podcast, we're gonna give them the album for free. Yeah. What do you think about that? We're just gonna we're just gonna give them the album. Okay. That's right, guys. I love it. So don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Every Monday we're here. And uh, you can find your path podcast any way, any which way you like. Listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, Apple, Google, we're available all over the place. Thanks a lot, guys.